Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to Mass Mayhem. This is episode 24. Six to go. I feel like I'm counting down the 25 or the, the, the 12 days of Christmas over here. <laughs> I am uh, TFU. That's what we ought to do. <laughs> anyway, I am, of course, TFU, and Mike joining me is Toon Master Tim. Hello. Hello. How are you this week? Not bad. Not bad. It's uh, getting cold, so I'm kind of bundled up this week. Thank God, those 90-degree days were killing me. Oh, God. So, all right, we are going to just jump right into it. Uh, I will say that this is the second-to-last episode for Season 1 of the podcast. Um, Our Season 2 will begin in Episode 27, so... We're we're almost done, and thankfully season two is only ten episodes. I, I'm honestly betting at this point the racing season is ten times better than all sixty five cartoons that have preceded it. Man. It has to it has to be. I hope so. <laughs> I hope <laughs> it just has to be. We're gonna get to the first episode after this. Wow, he's heavy. Huh? It's a jellyfish. I'm being eaten by a giant jellyfish. It's not a jellyfish, T-Bot, huh? but it is very interesting. It'd be more interesting if it'd let me go. It's like jelly or gelatin, but extremely dense and strong. Let's take it back and analyze it. Couldn't we just throw it overboard and forget about it just this once? We have to check out anything suspicious, T-Bob. Dad's sources say that Venom might be operating here in Venice. 
If Venom is operating, the patient is in trouble. First up is The Venice Menace, which is episode 60 of Mask. It aired December 20th, 1985. Uh, Venom has a device that turns the waters around Venice to jelly, allowing Stinger to drive on the surface and dig out Cleopatra's sunken barge. That's wrong. What's wrong? The uh, Wikipedia synopsis is wrong. It's not Stinger, it's Scorpion. Oh, well. It, it's not your fault. Scorp- I just happened to notice that when I was Scorpions checking Scorpions have stingers, so mm-hmm. I... It, uh, yeah, okay. Um, Venice Menace. Um, <laughs> it's another... Treasure hunt. <laughs> I, I, I will give them this though. It was very ingenious doing it the way they did it. So I did like that about the plot. As far as turning the river to jelly, the water to jelly, I did like that. Right. I thought that was cool. Um, I did too. I, I like that device as well. Um, and this is one of those times where I wish we had deviated a bit. You know, if they had just done something different here for instance i really wish that they had just gone off in a different direction and not have venom be behind this one yeah um you know because we have this jelly substance in in the water and um it would have been interesting to see that take a different direction uh i thought that um i thought that was interesting i wanted to see what what that was all about um so they kind of had me hooked from the beginning on this one um, right, right. unfortunately, yeah, it is, is venom behind it. Um, but you know, even though we're just going after more treasure, at least it was a different type of device to get there. Oh, absolutely. And, and seeing what they did with the jelly and, and, uh, you know, the kind of problems that created for, for, uh, mask. So I like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, that, you know, the, the plot device here was really well done with the jelly. I thought that was really cool. Um, and at least they're not in another Legend of the Hidden Temple or anything like that. You know, I'm not running into any more Omax or anything. But, um, but yeah, no, the, the plot overall, I really did dig it. Uh, I don't have, I mean, uh, you know, this one overall might be... The second or third uh, episode of this series that I give a halfway decent grade to. Because, I mean, overall, the plot... Okay, sure, they are looking for Cleopatra's Cleopatra's barge. Yeah. And, you know, that equals treasure hunt to me because it's a ship made of gold. Um, But, I mean, the, the execution was well in the plot. The how they opened the show was good, how they, you know, the, the whole middle action scenes were good. The ending was good. So can't believe they actually pulled it off. <laughs> really good episode. So let's, uh, you have anything else for the plot? No. All right. Let's get to the high beams. That's it. That's it. Cleopatra's barge, it really exists. But how did it wind up in northern Italy? It was stolen after Cleopatra's death. 
But the thieves were lousy sailors and lost it here. Sounds like something Bruno would do. Hey! Looks like any sunken boat. Ah, but this boat is made of solid gold! Alright, four high beams. Uh, Scott and T-Bob. I don't say a lot of good things about them a lot of the times, but they're actually funny in the gondola scenes. I thought that was amazing. I thought that was really cool. Um, other than that, I just kind of watched this episode to watch it. I do like the effects of the jelly when all the vehicles are on it. Um... But, I mean, I just was watching this one to enjoy it after a while, which for me to just sit here and watch an episode of Mask and actually enjoy it, it it's been a long time since that has happened. So what do you got? Yeah, I, I agree. I did too. I just sat back and enjoyed this one more because we did have the, the jelly and they added a different element to it, um, you know, wondering what that was going to do eventually. Um, I still like Volcano Van. I know you're not a fan of it. <laughs> 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 and, and I like it better in its normal mode more than the battle mode. I think the battle mode yeah. does look kind of goofy, but I, I still like that vehicle. Yeah, the normal mode looks fine. It's you know it's a monster truck version of a minivan for moms. But yeah, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, no, the battle mode is just. Bleh. What else you got? Yeah, um, I noticed Calhoun has been called a lot recently, and the computer usually calls him because he uh, has a subterranean vehicle. But I noticed that also Gloria has been called a few times when he's been called in recent episodes. So yeah. just interesting. They've been using him quite a bit. Um, another thing that was interesting, too, is that when um, when Matt calls up the team, we cut to the computer at Boulder Hill that mm-hmm. turns on and starts making the selections from there. Yeah. Yeah, that was interesting. Uh, you know, I, I know they've mentioned the satellite link up and everything else beforehand, but I don't remember the last time we actually saw the one at Boulder Hill doing it without them being there. Right, yeah, it was different seeing them cut to Boulder Hill's computer and making those selections. And then um, I, I agree that uh, T-Bob has some humorous lines in this one. Uh, one of the lines I, I wrote down was, uh, he says something like, if Venom is operating, the patient is in trouble. <laughs> so I thought that was good. And then we had some good animation this time. I thought there were some really great shots of Piranha in this one, Rax's vehicle. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because um, he's actually used more in this episode than he has been in some of the more recent ones. And we so we could see Piranha quite a bit. Absolutely. So, yeah, those are my high beams. All right, let's get to the low beams after this. Mask, where illusion is the ultimate weapon. Convert switchblade to jet mode. Surprise, Matt Tracker. It's mayhem. Battle station. Protect the decoder, Bruce. I'm going up. Stacks, ready to fire. Mask, switchblade, Thunderhawk, and Rhino. Fire! Each sold separately with action figure. Cover me, Matt. 10-4. 10-4. Sato's getting away! But you're not, Mayhem. Mask, Switchblade, Thunderhawk, and Rhino, each sold separately, new from Kenner. All right, for the low beams. I only had this written down because I thought it was kind of ironic and funny. Uh, a few weeks ago, Neil and I did the, um, TV's Mr. Neil and I did the last uh, uh, episode reviews for The Adventures of Super Mario Brothers 3. And in that cartoon, which came out in 1991, yeah. uh, it has a a episode entitled The Venice Menace. 
And it's Koopa in a doom sub under the water canals of Venice, creating all kinds of problems. And he's basically sinking the entire city into the canal. And in that, there's this statue of these ancient plumbers. And it turns out to be ancestors of Mario and Luigi. <laughs> so I just thought that was kind of hilarious and interesting that, you know, I watched that a few weeks ago. And now I'm watching something like this that takes place in the same city, but obviously is a very different style of style of episode. Um, but, um, you know, honestly, I, I didn't find too many things wrong with this one. Yeah, I didn't find too many things either. I mean, I have some some minor things. I think they're all kind of minor. Um, mm. For example, why is T Bob crawling around on the jelly when he has a wheel? Yeah, you know, he could just pop that thing out and just you know, drove all over that stuff. Um, and then uh, we end the episode with a, a bad pun from T Bob. You know, so what else is new? Um, but at least everyone groans. At it. So I, I that actually kind of saved that one. And then um, probably my biggest low beam is that mm-hmm. we've seen this ending before, haven't we? I mean, the, we just, the laughing. Well, I mean, Mask shrinks down the barge and then steals it away from Venom and then Venom just runs uh, off. Yeah. So this is very similar to the episode from last week, The Scarlet Empress. Yeah. Where you know they use the shrinking ray to shrink down what Venom is after, and then oh, just you know, wait, away they there's go. There's gonna be more shrinking. Yes, at the end of this. I was gonna say the same thing. Yes, we're not done with the shrink rays. <laughs> no, it's like somebody came up with this idea. You know what would be great is if we could shrink stuff, and then all of a sudden they just take it and run with it. And now we've got you know several episodes with this idea. Yep, pretty much. All right, uh, what are you going to give uh, Venice Menace? Uh, I enjoyed this one overall. Um, so, yeah, I just sat back and enjoyed it. I, I'm going to give this one three masks. I really did enjoy it. I thought it was interesting. Um, there wasn't too many things. Like, Venom didn't drop anything as far as I remember from watching it or anything like that, so... I'm actually going to give it four out of five masks, uh, which is rare for me to give fours and fives. But, yeah. uh, you know, I really did enjoy it. I thought it was an interesting plot. I thought it was really cool. Um, so we are going to move on to the oh, – what were you going to say? Oh, I, no, I, I can see that. I, I can definitely, oh. uh, you know, see why, why we give them four. It, it, I think it was yeah. uh, a little above average. Oh, very above average. <laughs> so we're going to move on to the next one. It's Mask, where illusion is the ultimate weapon. Yeah! Mask, Boulder Hill playset with action figures. So you put it together. Prepare for battle. This is no innocent gas station. Activate freeze ray. <laughs> Nobody stops the evil jackhammer. Vehicle sold separately with action figure. Oh, yeah? Ooh, I'll sneak in another way. Hot, hot, sector. Surrender, prisoner. Mask, Boulder Hill playset. Vehicle sold separately. New from Kenner. All right, up next is Treasure of Nazca Plain. Dun, dun, dun. And this one is Mask foils a plot by Venom to steal a prehistoric South American treasure. You know, at this point, I'd rather have short round bouncing on my head than watch these damn episodes. (laughs) 
Well, we knew what to expect. It was right there in the title. Yeah, I I know, but just yeah. There's not enough mystery. There's not enough intrigue. It, it it's just not enough. Um, no, I agree. And, you know, I mean, we're running, we're chasing. We don't know why. We're we're after something, and it takes us way too long again to reveal what the purpose is behind this scheme. You know, we've seen it so many times before. Yeah. And we're up to, let's see, how many episodes in the series now? Right, 60? 61. 61? Yep. Yeah, we've seen this too many times before. Uh-huh. Pretty much. So, uh, any high beams? There's just uh, one that I have, and that is uh, Vanessa takes out Condor's blade during one of the battles. Yeah. So I uh, thought that was well done. Um, and, and this time when the mass members are called, um, again, it, this used to be one of the highlights of some of the earlier episodes, and mm-hmm. they're just dropping the ball all over the place. I mean, they're not even trying at this point. <laughs> Um, you know, Bruce is just basically testing a toy. We've got Julio golfing. You know, Brad's just strumming a guitar. They're n- not doing much of anything with us. And I, me- I remember early on in the episodes, they were kind of humorous. And we talked about this. I m- mentioned this earlier, but um, you know, like you'd have was it Brad or or Dusty? Which one makes who's p- in the pizza shop? Dusty. Yeah, so like, you know, he's like slicing pepperoni or something and, and he like runs off and so the dog like, you know, runs over mm-hmm. and starts eating it off the floor and, you know, just, just goofy stuff. And like I said, they're, they're just, they're running out of ideas, I think. Absolutely. All right. Uh, for me, there are some funny lines in this one, That's but that's about it for me. Uh, so we are going to get to the low beams after this. Mac, hold up that yellow ray. I can't see. The windshield's blurred. Alex, lean out and give me directions. I can't see a thing. Taking you guys so long. Mayhem's real mad, you know. Pipe down and fill it up, twerp. You're behind schedule. Well, I haven't stopped waking for a second, so don't look at me. Don't worry, Malloy. No one ever wants to look at you. For the low beams, I only have one long, drawn out word written down here. Boring. <laughs> I just. How can you go from something as cool and as interesting and as well executed as uh, the Venice Menace to this episode? Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then other things like uh, you know my low beams. Basically, I have just a couple. Um, but I agree with your point on the on the episode being boring. So Matt is 
wanting Alex to find out how many companies in town have these aerial uh, aerial sprayers. And so Alex hands Matt an envelope, and it has three lists in it. But there's only one company that that does this. (laughs) (laughs) And why didn't he just tell him? Why do you have to write it down in this envelope? It, it just, that was that made no sense to me. Um, and then the other thing is, you know, when we finally get to the end, you know, Venom is chasing after this treasure. They've gone through all this trouble, and you know, Miles is down inside this cavern. He's talking about hot it is down there, and we just have this scene of him looking into this room in the cavern and saying, "That's the treasure." And just hightails it out of there. So we're left wondering, okay, well, what was the treasure? Obviously, it's something that had no value to Venom because he just, you know, he said it that way and then he left. And so it turns out that the treasure is actually just that there's this area that creates this steam and that was valuable during the Ice Age. So that was the treasure. Yep. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I mean, what else is there that you can say? It's very poorly executed. There's really not much going on in this episode. Again, it's, it's kind of like I said before. It's just we're we're chasing, we're running, we're all over the place. We're trying to figure out this mystery, and then, you know, we don't even have uh, anything interesting that happens at the end. It's just this lackluster mm-hmm. uh, ending you know, that brings about the resolution. Exactly, so we are going to move on to the final episode of the day after this. This is where your Bugatti and the other two cars were when they were stolen. All the windows were locked, I assume. Oh, yes, very securely locked. Hmm, even if they weren't, it's pretty hard to get a car through a window. You might say it'd be a pain. Now you see why the police have given up. You don't need a policeman. You need a magician. This is a disappearing act. Finally up today is Disappearing Act. This is the 62nd overall episode of Mask. Venom steals priceless automobiles by shrinking them with a shrink ray. Okay. That, that sums it up pretty well. There's really nothing much else to talk about. It's pretty simple nope. plot, folks. Yup. Um, it just, I, I mean, I like that we're we're finally not dealing with some natural disaster with this plot. Um, I kind of like that it's you know stealing stuff from a car museum and you know, but it just, it's a shrink ray and. It took Matt entire, you know, Matt's always assuming it's Venom, which usually he's right because that's the villain of the series, but he's always assuming it's Venom, and he keeps saying, oh, I have no idea how they got out and how they did this, and, well, you know, it's like, it took him way too long to figure this out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I like the car museum aspect as well. Um, you know, they're actually mentioning the names of some, some older and rare cars, Maserati, uh, uh, Bugatti. Bugatti. Yeah. yeah, so, you know, I like that. I, I like going to car museums and seeing those types of things, and so that was really nice to see. 
Um, but, uh, it, you know, it's just the fact that uh, we're using the shrinking ray idea again. Um, and, and, of course, you know, Benham is stealing these cars so, because they're worth a lot. Uh, and they're going to sell them at some point. So it's not really overall very interesting uh, once you get past that point. Um, there were some humorous moments in it, and, and we'll talk about those coming up. But yep. Overall, just uh, kind of another middle-of-the-road episode. Absolutely. Venom. Select the agents best suited for this mission. Bruce Sato pre-selected. Calhoun Burns, Gulliver Math, function of reduction and enlargement imperative to current mission. Vehicle code name Raven. <laughs> Buddy Hawks, Master of Disguise and Intelligence Gathering, also maintenance specialist. Vehicle code name Firecracker. Personnel approved. Assemble Mobile Armored Strike Command. Alright, for the high beams. Where's Copperfield when you really need him? Right? Yeah, with the uh, disappearing act. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I'll admit it was a mystery at first about how the cars were getting out. And then it reminded me of an episode plot earlier in the season. I, I think they're I think they've done this before. Maybe not a shrink array, but I swear there was another episode where something similar to this was done. Yeah. Um I I'd have to go back and look at the earlier episodes yeah. uh to, I, to see. But one of the things that really I when I saw this in the episode I'm like, you gotta be kidding me is that, um, you know, Matt and I think Bruce are inside the car museum, and they've been talking mm -hmm. to the security guards about what happened, and, okay, well, the cars just disappeared. And Matt goes over to this window and opens the window as if they would be able to sneak the cars out the window. Mm -hmm. And he's asking, you know, if it was locked. and But then he says it by saying, well, of course, they couldn't fit the car out the window. Like, why are you even bothering to look? I guess he was, you know, thinking that maybe somebody snuck in and snuck out, but still wouldn't explain how the cars suddenly, you know, got out of the museum. Because in the beginning of the episode, the security guards are standing there, and they turn around, and the car is missing. Yeah. That's crazy. So what are your other high beams? Um, The other one's... That's pretty much it. Okay. Well, I mean, uh, this, this, um, actually, when we're talking about the cars, it reminded me of one of my, um, one of my low beams references is going to be, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, just overall, it just isn't, it's not really getting any better. So, Let's get to the low beams after this. Hurry, T-Bob! I prefer hang on! T-Bob! Ah! Ah! Oh. We've got to do 
So before we get to the low beams, I forgot that this was the one where people are getting shot in the ass with lasers, and I just find it absolutely hilarious that they did a close-up on Vanessa's butt as the laser hits her, and then immediately after that, they get a shot of her grabbing her own ass. Yeah. Those pictures will be in the post. Um, as far as low beams, outside of that moment, honestly, the rest of the episode was boring. And I forget what... Uh, I think it's maybe the title of it is Make Tracks. The Decepticons go to steal automobiles. That was a better car-thieving episode in Transformers than this was. Yeah. Um... But this one's um, just a straight on. We're stealing cars. We're you know we're doing it with the yep. shrink ray, and then we bring the shrink ray in at the, at the end to shrink the mask vehicles, and and then they find some way to run Venom off. Well, and the stupid thing about the shrink ray is they shrink the mask vehicles, and the whole time I thought Thunderhawk was flying because the damn doors are open. Oh no no yeah. no no. no. It uh, it wasn't, like, seriously? You have the doors open and you're not flying, really? Come on, now. I caught that same thing. <laughs> I thought it was flying uh, already, and all of a sudden God. we see Matt, you know, he's slapping his helmet on, and the boosters are, are coming out of the back of Thunderhawk, and like, wait a minute, I thought it was already flying. Mm-hmm. Yep, so did I. Uh... What were your low beams for this one? Um, the voice acting in this one was just awful. I mean, it's it's bad a lot of times, but uh, it was just the lines were were not delivered very well. Everything's just so monotone, and then we have the secondary characters that have accents, and and they're just bad. Um, and, and then. Uh, you know, as I said, even shrunken down masks can somehow outwit Venom, and they do it rather easily here. Yeah. Um, and, and and then the other thing I didn't like is that Mask just rushes in, knowing that Venom has the shrinking ray, but they don't have any way to deal with it. So, mm-hmm. of course, they're going to get shrunk. Yep. Yep. It just, I, I don't know. So we forgot to rate the treasure episode. So last one we're doing that low beam. So what are you going to give the treasure episode? Okay. Um. Yeah. Going back. Yeah, I'm giving this one one mask. Same here. Uh, for this one, for Disappearing Act, uh, I'm going to give it a two simply for the Vanessa butt shots. Uh, <laughs> the rest of it is just horrible. It's a great reason to give it uh, a little higher rating. That was pretty funny, though. Um, it was, it was. And, and there were some humorous lines I didn't touch upon in this one, but uh, as I said, those were basically my highlights were some of the humorous moments. Um Bruce, he, you know, he's always full of words of wisdom. So he says, perhaps we look, but we do not see. And then Mask asks Confucius again. And then, you know, he says, no, my Uncle Lee. Um, so that was good. T-Bob at one point was afraid he was going to be stepped on and crushed into a bottle cap. I thought that was a humorous line. 
Um, and I did like the whole series of uh, lasers in the butt. I thought that was pretty funny, or you know, lasers in the shin, or whatever. Yeah. So um, yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with a two on this one. Yeah. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. Come back with uh, final thoughts and close the show out after this. Soundwave, jam that transmission. Rumble frenzy, ravage rapid, inject. Operation No, there will be no Operation Interference. I am TFG1 Mike, and you should be listening to my very first podcast, the TFG1 Podcast. 24 episodes covering the entire U.S. run of the 1984 Transformers cartoon. I also have a few supplemental episodes and an interview with Stan Bush. I bring in guest hosts who will be full-time co-hosts in Steve Megatron and fan of the show now co-host Pecan Court Michael. So check out the TFG1 podcast. You can find it on iTunes and the web at www.geekcastradio.com. Transform and roll out. Hi, my name is Dr. Andrea Letamendi, clinical psychologist. And I'm Brian Ward, nerd. And we want to invite you to listen to our new podcast, The Arkham Sessions. It's a podcast dedicated to the fun and geeky analysis of Batman the Animated Series, episode by episode. We pay tribute to the writers and the stories of the animated series. While also exploring the very real psychology behind Gotham's rogues. And maybe even its heroes. All of this and more each week on the Arkham Sessions at UndertheMaskOnline.com. All right, folks, we are back. And, um, yeah, we have three episodes left here in season one of Mask. Thank God it's almost over. Oh, boy. Oh, are you expecting anything different or hoping for anything different out of the final three episodes than what we've already gotten? No, not really. I'm expecting more of the same. Uh, I'm interested to see where the series goes with the racing season in season two to see if it is any different. Um, you know, I mean, just with the name alone, the racing season, I'm thinking like, you know, cannonball run, uh, you know, sort of, a you know, Fast and the Furious or some you know, something, some directional change in the series where we're not going to just be dealing with these, you know, crazy treasure hunts going to the jungles or, or the Arctic or, or what have you. And, you know, maybe, uh, maybe having some multi-part episodes or maybe having some, some thread that runs throughout the, the, the second se- season. Um, well, I can tell you right now, there are no multi-parters because it's only ten episodes. So um, it starts off with demolition, demolition duel to the death. So maybe that's a demolition derby episode. Um, for the next episode of the podcast, episode twenty-five. As I said, we're going to round it out with the final three episodes of Mask season one, Gate of Darkness, the Manakara Giant. And Raiders of the Orient Express. Hey, somebody call George Lucas. Um, somebody call George Lucas and Harrison Ford, damn it. Uh, uh, there are some ways to get in contact with us to leave feedback for the show. Visit the website, geekcastradio.com, where you can comment on this and all the other episode posts. Uh, feedback at geekcastradio.com is the email address. You can leave the show's feedback at iTunes. Please do this. Follow us on Twitter at Geekcast Radio is the main Twitter minus TFG and Mike. What is your Twitter? 
Tune Master Tim. You can call the voicemail line, 502-526-5821. There is a 10-minute time limit. Please leave the name. Please leave your name as well. For now, I am TFU and Mike with... Tune Master Tim. Podcasting is the ultimate weapon. Illusion is the ultimate weapon. 